0: friends, and welcome to the Three Twisted Sisters, hosted by Britt hey. and Lexi. And tonight, we are actually launching our new installment of spooky episodes, and this one is all about the spooky states. Ooh. So... Um re- we drew randomly between all 50 beloved states just so we it would be fair. Um and mm. we drew Pennsylvania. Yes. So, right off the bat, what comes to mind when you think of Pennsylvania?
1: Do Ugh. you guys know
2: anything about it? Penhurst.
0: The mm. office? Yeah. Yeah. My mm. uh best friend is from there, so that's what i think. Yeah shout out pretty little liars <laughs> the Amish you know mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Dutch pretty <laughs> <Three> little liars <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you right past that like Amish
0: you know they go hand in hand in my <laughs> <laughs> they both know <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah
0: <laughs> guilty pleasure that show um but <laughs> So for this episode, we're going to give, like, a little brief history of Pennsylvania, um, give some, like, creepy little facts about it. And then we all three have a, a spooky story um, involving Pennsylvania, the beautiful state. So so Pennsylvania was actually founded. <laughs> so what year do you guys think it was founded, like, uh, by settlers and stuff? 1703
2: 1702 It was actually so fake. you I mean, <laughs> the bear. You're so what what sh- fucking show? The price is righted me. <laughs> 1703 <laughs> final answer. 1702
1: <laughs> It was Marvel. actually
0: 1681. And it was founded by an English Quaker named William Penn. And um, he was actually granted over 45,000 square miles of land by King Charles II. So it was established 1681, and it officially became a U.S. state um, December 12, 1787. So about like 106 years later. Um. So, yeah. And then I also have Pennsylvania is known as the Keystone State. And you want to know
2: how it got that nickname? What, how?
1: <laughs> well, Why? How? Well, how?
2: Tell me mouth. Tell me, please. So,
0: Thomas Jefferson actually named it the Keystone State because being a Keystone, it is actually the main center wedge in an architecture architectural arch. (laughs) In architecture, the arches, the keystone is the center that holds it up. I couldn't say that word. (laughs)
2: Architectural (laughs) trawl. Architectural? Yeah, architectural. I had to dip into one of our weird accents all over the country. Architectural. (laughs) (laughs) yes and he actually named it
0: yes and it's the keystone of the federal union um and it was named that by tommy jay in 1802 (laughs) 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 and also another little fun fact about pennsylvania it was one of the first states to hold well it was one of the the colonies to (laughs) hold It was one of the first colonies to hold a witch trial. And oh, it was God. about nine years before the Salem witch trials. Oh. And <clears throat> I'll give you guys a little bit of taste on that. Because we definitely, we want to do a whole series dedicated to different witch trials and the history of it and the hysteria. Like, is there any truth to it? Yada, yada. Yeah. Um, coming soon so i don't want to spoil too much because this is actually a pretty interesting um case in my opinion but it was <clears throat> 1683 so that was the year of
2: the witch trial now um, wait what year was it what year was pennsylvania established or founded 1681? 1681 1681 so two years after it was founded they had a witch
0: trial Yep. And cool. William Penn himself was um he was the governor of Pennsylvania and he was actually the um attorney general. So he was involved in it. But it was it's actually a cool case, so I don't want to spoil it. But
1: spoil um it.
0: spoil it. Spoil, spoil it. it.
1: Spoil I want to do like a
0: deep dive of it um because it's it's really neat. <laughs> basically, basically, Where two they women found- So actually, both women, um, it's kind of, let me just tell you the story. So they were both um, accused of being witches because there was a lot of cows um, were producing low amounts of milk. A lot of the livestock were getting sick, dying off. People were accusing them of um, mutilating animals and things like that to get back at their neighbors. So in... um, one of the court documents and an actually a, a book about William Penn is the line of questioning that he had with one of the accused women. And he asked the woman straight out, art thou a witch, which she denied. And then he said, hast thou ever ridden through the air on a broomstick? And she was reported to be extremely confused by this line of questioning. And he said, well, I know of no law against it, so basically the women were not um, were not found guilty and handled out a lot like the um, the Salem <clears throat> Massachusetts colony was a few years later, where it was literally like boom, 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 boom. We're killing these people. The women were just to live with the. <laughs> With like the trademark of a witch. So they were branded witches for the rest of their life. um, But they weren't actually convicted of anything, which I thought was kind of cool. But like I said, I want to dive deeper into it because it um, it's really interesting to me. And it's known as the Witch of Ridley Creek. If if Mm -hmm. our listeners want to dive into the story ahead of time. But yeah. That's kind of really cool. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. And he was very much like, um, if there weren't wasn't solid proof, then there, like it wasn't um, convictable. So it was pretty, I don't know, that was kind of cool.
2: That is really cool. Yeah. I wonder how you could even, like, how could you even, unless you had an eyewitness watching them mutilate and taint the cows and milk i don't well we'll dive into the salem witch trials and see how that no i know wow my god
0: (laughs) you're a witch (laughs) i don't like you today you're a witch oh Uh, my god
2: literally the
0: worst so another thing um i said i i knew about um pennsylvania is the amish and the pennsylvania dutch and now sorry. And now I don't know much at all. (laughs) Like I'm (laughs) definitely not an expert. Um, I just, I know the Pennsylvania Dutch are actually, were German immigrants and they um, immigrated to Pennsylvania around like the 1750s. Um, And the Amish actually originated from a very, um, what's it called? Uh, Oh my gosh. I can't think of the word. Conservative Anabaptist Christian, like uh religion in Switzerland. So they actually immigrated to not just Pennsylvania, but um the Great Plains in general. They were also they're also known as the plane people. Not like y'all
2: motherfuckers a plane is full. Like oh. switch up them dies, <laughs> I was thinking like, like an airplane. No, <laughs> oh. Although they would never use one.
0: No. um, But they're like as uh, the Great Plains. So they Hmm. lived in the plains, basically. That's where they um, migrated or
2: immigrated. Weren't that like migrated? Aren't some of the Amish people um, like mobsters? Or weren't they? There's like, isn't there like a show about that? There I mean, is they ride, to... they ride okay. You horsages. know, horses. Heard...
1: Why would they be mobsters? What they ride horses. Why would they be mobsters? <laughs>
2: That's horsages. Like a
1: horse carriage.
2: Horse. That is not the horses. Let's make it, they make they it ride a ride the bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> new uh, word.
1: New uh, word, everybody. Uh, a horse and carriage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. that. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. Um, no, so, I mean, I don't know a lot about the Amish either, but I do remember, like, distinctly being like, oh, yeah, the Amish, they're, like, mobs or, like, mafia bosses or something. Right. Have you heard that? Um, um I know that show was on Discovery Channel, and it
0: ran for, like, two or three years, but it was, um, the Amish Mafia, I think is what it's called. <laughs> but the, oh, the, the only time <laughs> I've had with the Amish, um... Unfortunately, because I I've always heard that they have fantastic food and um, they're like furniture and things. It's just it's it's amazing work. But um, was from this show that my husband and I loved, which was not, not putting them in the best light. <laughs> um, it was on Cinemax. If you guys haven't seen it, Banshee. It has a few seasons and it was really fun. Um, but they show like the the uh, Amish dude. He's actually not a part of the Amish community anymore. He was excommunicated because he became like a mob man. But um, it was a really cool show.
1: Can you join? Yeah. Can you join them?
2: The only thing I know about is Breaking Amish. (laughs) So So, it's like, like, okay, it's like an actual (laughs) show. I know so much about this. Um, I saw like a. 11, 12 minute clip on Facebook. You know like on Facebook where you can like see episodes or like snippets of TV shows and stuff. Okay Mm -hmm. so I just get stuck looking at those and one of them was (laughs) one of them was um, like I think it's called Breaking Amish but it's these two like Amish teenagers and they're still like in their like full outfits and everything so I don't think they've like been excommunicated but they go to town and they go to a tattoo shop because they both want a piercing but they have to be able to hide it from their parents right so one of them one of the girls gets like a her cartilage pierced so she can hide it under her bonnet and then the other one gets her belly button pierced and it's just like yeah it's it's intense and the the girl that gets her cartilage pierced she's like oh that didn't even hurt at all like i didn't even notice it and so she's like telling her friend, like, it didn't even hurt at all. I didn't even notice it. Like, you're fine. And you know how dramatic those little clips are, or like those, like reality, <laughs> where it's like the, the tattoo top model the, 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 the tattoo is like sanitizing the needle and then it goes to her and she's like, oh, and then it like goes back and she's like moving the needle and it goes back to her and she's like, ah, you know, when it's like so dramatic. Um, which I love for that, but. She got her belly button pierced and um yeah, she was freaking out. The shit hurted. <laughs> mine hurted <it> too. <laughs> my best friend hurting. from Pennsylvania
0: did mine. <laughs> I was like, I was like swatting her hands. She's like, Brittany,
2: stop. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got mine done. I had a friend of mine do mine too. I was on my bed in my room. I was like 18 or 19. And she took a needle and did <laughs> it.
0: Mine was pan- post-pandemic. I'm going to just say I was
1: not. <laughs> 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 I went to a shop.
2: No, boring.
1: <laughs> Responsible. You did it the right way. You
2: did. You did.
0: Yeah. Um, so I actually looked it up. They, first of all, the Amish, first of all, the <laughs> Amish bitches, they, um, they don't seek to add people to their numbers. They don't seek to add people to their community. But you can join or it's possible for you to join through conversion and convincement. So,
2: like, so they are not down. So you have to convince them. Yes.
0: And you have to be, con- uh, you have to go through mm-hmm. like some sort of conversion into their
1: lifestyle. They do, so they like, throw you in fire. That was so mean. <laughs> yeah. They throw you in fire.
2: No, they're probably like, do you know how to, work like a hammer Carpentry? and nail. And yeah. you're yeah. like, no. And they're like, okay, bye. Can, oh. you, can you do the butter?
1: Do have <laughs> what was that? Air what can was that turn motion? Butter? <laughs> can you <laughs> turn this that, is that butter
2: a, This is a friendly family show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Is
1: it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, do they have air conditioning?
2: No, they don't use any electronics. Well, No, I know completely...
1: So I know winters certain are like, like winter.
2: Yeah, I know certain winter colonies like, compounds, I don't know what they're called, but I know that certain Communities. Like, groups of them, yeah, communities um <clears throat> use like minimal electri- electronics. <laughs> some of them do use some, but they mostly don't. Like I don't know what show I heard that from. minimal
1: like a TV and
2: like oh, I, a TV but like, not, I don't think.
0: No, like, but like um,
2: I know, like they, some of them use like running water. um, I don't like tractors, like certain things. They'll use like a few of like new age stuff, but they don't have like yeah,
1: but they don't have. It's like like, like an oven. It's
0: like something that will help promote the the lifestyle they're already. I'm sure they don't
2: have like a brand new oven, Samsung, but they have like. I mean, how do you think people cooked food before ovens? Like pot. Like an oven.
1: Yeah.
2: Like a like a stone. Like a brick oven.
0: I don't think they have brick ovens in their houses. I think they probably have like <laughs> a hot pizza
1: <laughs> brick oven. <Yeah. laughs> They're from Italia. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they
2: were making authentic Italian <laughs> brick oven pizza. <laughs>
1: brick oven,
0: I automatically think first of all, huge. Second of all, <laughs> Italy. <laughs> or Sicily or something like that, you know?
2: Brick brick oven in Amish land. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Google! Yeah, come <laughs> on. it to me, I want to it. It's Wikipedia, though. It's not Wikipedia! <laughs> I would
2: never. I would never. Bullshit. Yeah, see? Like guys like all the time
0: yes like a like fucking pot time. how did she how did she cook in outlander she had a fucking pot and she has some hot flame under i can't see
2: it says brick uh, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to see yeah i'll just screenshot it and send it to you thank viewers you. and listeners i found it and you can easily find it just by typing in brick oven amish and it'll come up <laughs> brick oven in Amish land. I and I know that more people than just Italians use brick ovens. Not, <laughs> be, not just typecasting brick ovens here. But uh that's my extent on Amish is a little clip that I saw on Facebook watch or whatever they call it and uh overhearing someone say that Amish were like mafia people. That's all
1: I know. what would they be like a mafia about like
2: well because they still like they buy and sell stuff so they still need money but i mean from what i remember hearing is like they're like they're like they'll when they excommunicate their children they will never speak to them again they won't even look at them so yeah we don't actually know a lot about the amish outside (laughs) of reality tv but yeah, <laughs> or just our own <laughs> brains. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> that's not all that Pennsylvania is known for. So True. when we pulled Pennsylvania, I was like, "Crap! I don't know anything about that state other than Pennhurst." So um, and when we drove through it for like a second, um, so I don't really know a lot about it. But I wanted to know because every state has. Like a state monster or like um, their folk legend monster, creature, whatever it is. So <laughs> Pennsylvania's is called the squonk. <laughs> cutie. the squonk. So the Squonk actually has a very sad life. He's um, he's like a warty, a, a warthog pig, but his body is like very wrinkly and covered in warts, like literally. And he's so ashamed of his ugly self that he's like depressed and he cries all the time. So he's often heard like wailing. Like, and there's YouTube videos (laughs) of the sound of a squonk. I feel you (laughs) squonking. It will avoid like the the rivers and the waterways of uh, Pennsylvania because when it sees its reflection, it just breaks down in tears. Oh my god. But there's... Squonk- <laughs>
1: That's sad. There's
2: squonk hunters, which know how to track a squonk because of the um, trail of the... Tra- no, trail wait, of tears. Wait. But tra- the- oh my. <laughs> yeah, but like the tear trail that they leave. Oh. Yeah. And there's a story of a man who caught a squonk. Okay, wait, squonks are real? I mean it's they're cryptids yeah they're they're cryptids so like, it's like like bigfoot yeah so someone Love caught me. a man caught a squonk in and, and a like a burlap sack and he's carrying it home and the whole time it's wailing it's crying it's like oh, oh like let me go you why know? would you take me i'm so right. ugly <laughs> but oh the God. thing that happens is when they get so overcome with emotion they will melt into a puddle of their own tears. Yeah. So when he got home and he's like, everyone, look at the squonk. He opens it and it's like a bubbling puddle of tears. Yeah. And you guys want to see what the squonk looks like?
1: That's yeah.
2: cool. The squonk. Ew. Oh! <laughs> the squonk. Oh! And um, yeah, so a they are <laughs> this little this little picture I pulled up says squawks are slowest on moonlit nights as they try to avoid seeing their ugly appearance in any illuminated bodies of water. In addition to warts and moles, one can track a squawk by its tear stained trails because the animal is constantly weeping. So basically exactly what I said um but (laughs) also exactly what i said yeah i already said that (laughs) so thanks but uh certain things that i was reading about it is that pennsylvanians are super like uh salty that that's their state monster because they feel like they have so many other like cryptids or um folk legend creatures that they would prefer to have over the squawk, which just adds to, <laughs> <what>? adds <laughs> to his fucking <laughs> tre- list of <laughs> reasons?
1: Gosh! Like,
2: <that> <laughs> Even the people <laughs> occupying the state he is from he's like don't accept it. him. He's like
1: crying about that too. <laughs> he's
2: like, he's sitting there and he's like, he hears our podcast and he's like, oh no! <laughs> more! The poor thing! So, yeah, that's so. The saddest Krypton. <laughs> If you want to, um, it's probably not. We'll get into all the other ones. But it is a very pathetic one. Pretty Pretty sad. sad. So there are squonk hunters. Okay. Fun facts about Pennsylvania. And like Brittany said, her really good friend is from Pennsylvania. So I was like, what do you think about the squonk? And what did she say? She
0: was like, "It's it's more of like a northern PA thing. Um, she heard about it when she was a kid, like up in the Poconos, I guess. And she was like,
2: Doesn't he cry all the time? <laughs> like,
0: yes, he fucking does.
2: He does. Oh, poor little homie. So that is the story of the squonk. Nice. And he, yeah. Comes out. So go catch one and try to get a picture before he melts into his Imagine bubbling like tea. scary movie
1: of the squonks. <laughs>
2: the Squonks Revenge TM. Ooh. Yeah. Coming soon to a theater near you. Yeah. So <laughs> this poor thing. And there's a lot other like really creepy drawings like cuz he goes back, you know, they go way back. And um so there's like drawings of him from like long, 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 long time ago. And some of you know like old timey drawings are like like damn, you didn't have to go that hard on that person. And so that's what the squonk. That was like a cute-ish picture I found. There's some sketchy ones too. But yeah, so that is the squonk, the national monster of Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: Alrighty, so I'll go into my story next. It is based in Western um, Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh. Were
2: mm-hmm. you going to say West Philadelphia? Yes. Philadelphia. I- <laughs> born and raised. West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw that. But. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. Um, in this this home is known as the house the devil built. Yeah. Or the Congolier Mansion. So let me let me give you guys a little bit of history on this. Now this house is no longer standing. They actually built a road on it. Um, its original address was eleven twenty nine Ridge Avenue. So let's 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 jump in. eighteen sixties. <clears throat> Alrighty. So this particular address has been home to lots of very horrific things. So let me start off right off the bat. 1860s, the Congoliers, Charles and Lydia, built and moved into a beautiful mansion in western Pennsylvania with their maid, Essie. One night, settle in. (laughs) One night, Lydia finds Charles and Essie in cahoots with each other (gasps) and Lydia fucking loses it. She loses her goddamn mind. Okay. She brutally murders both Charles and Essie and was found. I'm not even there yet. She was found two days later sitting on her porch in a rocking chair with Essie's head (gasps) on her lap. Fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward a little bit, um, the 1890s, a railroad a, a, rah, 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 <laughs> a railroad company rented the home as lodging for their workers. Now the um the railroad company had experienced different like subtle hauntings um, of this house. They were all pretty scared of it. Um <clears throat> and Of the time that the railroad was actually, the the company was actually living there and all of that, there were two unexplained deaths that occurred in the basement. So, there's already been four fucking deaths in this home in 30 years. Alrighty, so let's fast forward 10 years to the year 1900, when German doctor, Dr. Adolf pardon my English, (laughs) Brun Richter buys the home, and he actually converts it into his very own doctor's office. Now, he was known as being a bit of a recluse, a bit of a creep. And um, so one evening, sorry, (laughs) one evening, the authorities were alerted because the neighbors had heard a woman screaming bloody murder. From this fucking doctor's house. So they rush over. And what do they find? Not the doctor. (laughs) He disappeared and was never seen again. Now for the the woman screaming. Yes. Now for the woman screaming. Her decapitated body. (gasps) Was found on the first floor. Her other body parts and head were discovered in the mansion's cellar. Basement.
1: Wait, how did she scream
2: while he was killing her?
1: Oh, okay, 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 got it. I <laughs> thought he pleaded. She screamed. I'm a, I'm caught up.
2: Yes,
0: yes, you mm-hmm. got this. You got mm-hmm. it, girl. Um. So, not only was this woman completely mutilated and murdered, um, the doctor had a Frankenstein-esque laboratory laboratory within his cellar. Within the basement um, that had obvious occult experimentations and devices. So the woman's head was found in one of his most treasured inventions. And it was a device that could keep a person's brain alive, not dead, after decapitation. Fucking imagine. Can you imagine? It just reminds me of.
1: The brain alive?
0: So he, yeah, somehow he had her head in this invention that although it was away from her body, he somehow made it to where her consciousness, her brain was still alive.
2: No freaking way.
0: So. No way. (laughs) So in what's interesting about this location is that Thomas Edison actually held a scientific experiment on this property. Um, With one of his uh, theoretical inventions, a la like the EVP devices, um, spirit boxes, things that we use present day to communicate. Um, And in 1927, there was a natural gas tank that burst. The home blew up. Um, The house was completely destroyed. Over 21 people were killed. The road was built over the site and it was done the house was gone. Now, what if I were to tell you oh. <laughs> that there is literally no evidence to any
2: of that? Um, I would believe you because that's insane. So, what's crazy is that the
0: true facts of the house the devil built is that the home actually did suffer from a a gas leak, um, an explosion that killed a young girl. Um, The town and house was completely destroyed and there was a road built over it. Um, The legend has been completely debunked by historians. Recently, like within the last 50 years or so, but what's wild is that Pittsburgh has held on to this folklore for fucking, like, with a chokehold that this is true. But what's even neater is that this was the inspiration for American Horror Story Murder House Season 1 with the mad scientist with um, Jessica Lange murdering her husband and the maid. Oh. So it's it's a, one of the most famous Haunted house stories that actually has no truth to it. What isn't that crazy?
1: That's now
0: I was thinking, I was like, okay, hmm, if they're saying Dr. Adolf, whatever German doctor, was doing all these horrific things in this home around the 1900s, then that folklore probably came not too long. I mean, like, 45 years later was World War II, Adolf Hitler. I just kind of think there might be a little correlation there as far as, like, Germans, bad, evil, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of a correlation. <laughs> the Thomas Edison thing was really crazy because he actually did have an invention that because he, yeah. he was very interested in that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so that is the house the devil built in Pittsburgh. Wow. Philadelphia. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. (laughs) On the west side of Pennsylvania.
2: That's. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like. (laughs) loney That this doctor. Kept her fucking brain alive. Like. It's like
0: the most nightmarish thing that you could imagine.
2: No, absolutely. Because <laughs> <a lot. laughs> then when you were like, how is she screaming? Because that would take a lot of time for him to move all of her body parts all over the place. Unless so was he she just frantically in, like in chased her around
0: the house. No. Chased no, but he would have had brutally. to put her
2: head into that machine. So it's like, was she screaming in the machine Oh, still? God. Oh, so, God.
1: Yeah, yeah let's yes. just...
2: Yeah, let's just put a finger away. You
1: can feel it still, essentially, right?
2: Well, yeah. Like if you lose a limb, you can still have like the phantom pain. So imagine your whole body. But that—that's insane. That's that's insane.
0: Yeah, so it's it's known as America's most haunted house, but it doesn't exist. It literally is just folklore. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
2: so you're (laughs) welcome. (laughs) thanks
1: for that (laughs) nightmares tonight well
0: i was researching it and i was like what the fuck and it was crazy because i was like this sounds so familiar and then i get to the you know the conclusion of actually (laughs) none of this is real
2: that's so rude what a long (laughs) story well that was terrifying um It's a fun campfire story. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm no. Can you imagine telling like a group of kids that around the campfire? (laughs) (laughs) Teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but mine is real, and just as, maybe not just as demented, but it's pretty messed up. So, it's about Pinhurst. So, if you guys don't know Pinhurst it's closed now unless you're like doing paranormal investigations or um facility tours but when it opened in 1908 it opened as a school for like mentally handicapped people um or children mostly but it did take all ages so it closed down finally in 1987 and throughout that time that it was open it had oops sorry um uh, like 10,000, 10,500, 10,600 um, clients or patients. Patients is the right word. So Penhurst, it opened up at the time in 1908, there was really no studies or research at all into um, mental disabilities. So no matter what scope of it, you know, disability you had, the plan at that time was not to go to therapy and, um, you know, learn new ways to overcome the disability. But it was to lock your family member up away from society because they were, you know, um, they were like an embarrassment to your family. Yeah. So there was tons of these around the entire country. Um, and a lot of them have similar stories to Pinhurst. But what makes... Penhurst so popular is the size of it, but also what happened in it. So Pinhurst itself is humongous. There's tons of um, like tons and tons of ghost paranormal teams have gone and investigated it. Um, probably the most like well-known one is when Ghost Adventures went. It was one of their early seasons and it's a really good episode. Um, they catch some good stuff. Even in the interview process, um, I'll use any excuse I can to bring up Ghost Adventures. You guys already know that. But it is a good episode. But some of the horrors that happened at Pinhurst. So, yikes. In the 70s, there was a documentary made about it. So a man went in and kind of did a five-episode documentary about Pinhurst and what was happening inside of it. And that started the shutdown process of Pinhurst, which then actually happened in 87. And the only positive spin on it, not the only, but the biggest positive spin on Pinhurst itself is that the closing of it and this whole exposure um, TV series or five episode series was that it then shot the United States of America into insane development into mental health research. So, Oh. I, that's like the best positive spin that you can come about it is that they saw the horrific things that were happening there, and that pushed everyone to start really researching it and how can we help these people and and how can we not treat them the way that they were treated here. So Pinhurst itself, it had at the time that they went and did the um, exposure show, there was there was like. 2,600 people there at the time, uh, patients there. Oh, 20, it was almost 2,800 people at the time. So most of them were children. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The saddest thing is that they only had, oh, it's like so infuriating. For those almost 2,800 patients, they had nine doctors and 11 teachers. Holy shit. None of the doctors and none of the teachers had any prior experience or education with mental health and mental disabilities.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
2: So ooh, there was, I mean, the documentary itself is just so intense. You can still watch it. So yeah, nine doctors and 11 teachers to handle almost 2,800 patients altogether. And the most of them were children. So when the team came in the, and filmed it, Some of the scary things that they were seeing was not only like insane amount of restraints used on their patients, but also just like the rocking back and forth, the amount of people shoved into um, small areas and the the signs of abuse, the signs of neglect. There was one point where the guy goes into a room with a bunch of children aging from like, like four years old to like, 11 years old, let's say, like around there. It was like a smaller age group of children. And a lot of them weren't walking. They were crawling. And these are like five, six, seven, eight-year-olds that aren't walking. They're like crawling around. And he's asking them like, "Why, why aren't they walking? Is that part of their disability? And the person that is being interviewed is like, no, we just don't have enough staff to teach them how to walk. They didn't have enough staff to bring out the mats to teach the children how to walk. so some of these children were like five six seven years old didn't learn how to walk Um, oh my gosh yeah there's some like crazy stuff the whole site itself is underneath it has tons of um underground tunnels that connect all of the different like sanctions so originally pinhurst or what it was supposed to be was a school so it was supposed to help educate these The idea of it was to educate their patients so that they could eventually live out in the real world amongst, you know, civilians in a civilized manner. That very rarely happened. Out of the amount of people that were put into that school, only about 200 of the patients actually received any kind of art, education, any kind of teaching Only 200 out of all of those 10,000 patients. Holy crap. And a lot of them, because there wasn't just like um, mentally handicapped people. It was also they had different areas of it that held um, like inmates, you know, clinically insane people. But some of them had high IQs. So they were incredibly high functioning and they would be at different dorms until they caused like mischief and they would have different sections right so this was like high functioning and then they considered the other part of the floor to be low functioning and they they called it like the low functioning um the punishment ward oh so my if you God. it up in the high functioning ones and even though you had a high IQ and you were high functioning as punishment, you would go down to the low-functioning wards where they were incredibly, um, like, violent. They – most of them couldn't speak. A lot of them couldn't walk properly. I mean, you're thinking of, like, the the saddest place where people are, like, banging their head up against brick Jesus. walls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's
0: <clears> – <throat> What's horrible. that one movie? It, it kind of reminds me of um, – the, the news reporter going in there, funny enough, American Horror Story Asylum, mm-hmm. when Lana of breaks in and she gets the footage. But um, Jessica Ling was in another movie. Oh, gosh, I forgot what it was called. That had a similar scene where <clears throat> reporters were in the, the um, insane asylum and filming it. And it was just... Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh it's, my god. They the patients there experienced so much abuse and neglect. And like the worst Francis, part daughter Francis Farmer. Oh. So Sorry. the worst part about it, in my opinion, well, not the worst, but they're it's awful. But some of the children, or even teenagers or young adults, um, a lot of times when you're dealing with people that have like a mental disability or mental handicap and they're low functioning or whatever. I don't even know if that's like a proper term. I wouldn't use it, but they can't speak. They're nonverbal. They'll do other things. They'll hit, they'll like bang on the table and they'll bite. So a lot of times these children wanted to not be restrained. They wanted to move. They wanted to learn and they weren't able to, so they would bite. And after they would give a warning they would say okay that's one bite do it again and you're going to get in trouble and on the second or sometimes third attack of a child biting they would be taken downstairs to the dentist office and all of their teeth were removed so hundreds oh if not
1: so bad. hundreds
2: if not thousands of patients had all of their teeth removed yeah so and oh my god, yeah, and so there was so many <laughs> deaths. Even there was that. so many deaths that happened there. There's not even a legitimate total because I mean they were. I, I don't want to be like they were a crooked facility, although there were obviously some crooked shit going on there. But they were also completely overwhelmed because they were state run, so they didn't have a say in how many like they could occupy. And that, they were uh, very underfunded, so they couldn't afford to get enough people to help all of these patients. So there was a lot of, like, unaccounted for deaths. And they assumed that almost half of the people that, the patients that were there were died from there. They were either suicide, murder, or unknown. They also had some runaways, and they did have... A very small amount that were able to be released back into the world. Um, so that's yikes. But they also experience, um, obviously, like some serious attacks as well as rapes. Now, you would think like, oh, my gosh, like this is awful. These, But it wasn't just patient on patient. Obviously, it was staff on patient, too, which is like despicable and infuriating So that happened as well. A lot of undocumented, horrific things happened there. So, of course, it is, like, one of the most prevalent haunted locations in the country. A lot of people go there and they experience so many different things. They hear children playing and different things like that all the time. Um, But the biggest thing was, yeah, they... The the neglect, the abuse, the malpractice, uh, the list, it really goes on. What pissed me off really bad was like that they wouldn't teach them how to talk or walk or or anything. Yeah. And so there there are still some people that are alive to this day that were patients at Pennhurst. And um, I did hear an interview from one of them and she said that she didn't hate her time at Pennhurst. She was glad to leave. The thing that she hated the most was the restraints. And when she would be locked in a room by herself. And she was a patient that would hit her head up against the wall. Because she. They wouldn't listen to her. Unless she like hurt herself. So. It's very. Very horrific. That is a very summed up version. There's so much detail I can go into Pennhurst. Um, I mean all of the different like dorms or I, I don't know what they call them specifically, but all the different little areas, like one of the most haunted parts of Pinhurst is the Quaker dorm. Um, that's what it was called. They're all labeled different things, but it also does have the tunnels underneath it. And um, the owners of it now, or I'm assuming it's still the owners now, we're saying that that is the most active place in the entire establishment and especially the tunnels that go underneath it. So, it's a very. Did they say
0: why or just like what? Because was that held was there? their
2: the most the most violent. Um, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and the thing is, is you don't know if the violent ones were quote low right. functioning or high functioning. And what really bothered me was when they were talking about this particular like criminal who was he his IQ was like one twenty, so he was completely well aware. And he was incredibly cruel to the other patients there. And a lot of times the children would get in trouble because that they were acting out or they attacked someone. But a lot of times it was because they were being bullied and they were attacking the bullies. Well, the bullies had higher IQs. So they would be like, no, I didn't do anything. They just attacked me out of nowhere. And then they were punished for no reason or for defending. So how If this documentary came out in the 70s, why did
0: it take 15 or 16 years to close this? Like, that's just baffling. Because
2: it took a lot of time to relocate and figure out what they were going to do with their patients. But they were under a lot of scrutiny at that time, a lot of public scrutiny. This was like the huge movement that it was really what sparked the huge movement into the mental health research. Thank God. So during that time, they were really trying to figure out what they could even do about it. Gee, so but what... it wasn't the only, that wasn't the only like asylum in the country. There was thousands of other ones. So yeah, you're looking at Pennhurst and you're like, oh man, this is really bad. What are all the other ones like? Literally the exact same. So it's... what were
0: the um, age ranges for the, the patients? Did they Oh, I mean, they had like, like the babies.
2: Youngest. Oh my god! Yeah, up until you know, adults. So the the majority of them were children, but the age ranges went all over the place. Yuck.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Pinhurst. So unfortunately, that is what is buried in my brain when I think of Pennsylvania. But yeah, it's the the best way that you can look at it is like at least. The reporter went in and filmed everything and brought to light what was actually happening. Yeah. And that sparked some of the most amazing research that we have now. And um, yeah, that's it's just oh, hello. It's just it's awful. So that is the unfortunate story of Penhurst. And if you do want to do any kind of like paranormal investigating, you can just go to their website, just Google, Tenhurst Asylum, and their website will come up, and you can book paranormal tours and also investigations. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they also do like haunted Halloween stuff too. I think. Oh my gosh! I, I know. Like, that. like, I don't like the whole hype around
1: it, but it's gonna be a while ago, though.
0: Well, I think about it would it. be, it would be, but I just like, I don't know. At that particular place, that's so like
2: heavy, yeah. but yeah, that was that was
1: Pinhurst. So, Lexi, what do you got for us today? Gettysburg. Oh, so, okay. So, uh, mine is about the Farnsworth Inn in Gettysburg, and they used it in the Gettysburg Battle. <laughs> but little history um it's been around since like 1810 the like it's a bed and breakfast now to this day holy moly really um, mm-hmm. and it's still like its original structure that's cool that's so pretty cool and people can stay and sleep there and, like, does they it like still to...
0: have bullets in the walls yeah doesn't it so still... <laughs> yeah that's so cool
1: <laughs> um people can like tour it and see how like spooky it is so that's kind of cool Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I'd like mm-hmm. to go there. Now that yeah. even though Gettysburg was so horrible, mm-hmm. it's a different level for me.
2: It's like keeping its um, historical
0: significance.
1: Yeah. Like, so,
2: like
0: get, it...
1: guests have said that, like when they're walking in the hallways, it feels like there's like army men, like walking behind them because it was used in the battle. So and then they'll like look to see and like there's nothing. Like <laughs>
0: which it was the Confederates that were there, right?
1: Yes, it was the Confederates. <laughs> um they used they had like snipers in the attic and then they used the rest of it for like like this wounded. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like a little yeah. hospital and for lodging, obviously. But in like day three, the union stormed in there and just like Murdered all of them.
0: Oof. So who yeah, like, actually won the Battle of Gettysburg?
1: So it was actually the Union. And there was about, like, 51,000 casualties. It's, like, Holy quite shit. a bit of blood. Like, it was, like, intense. Because it was three days. Like, it was three days long. It was, like... Yeah. It was, like, the bloodiest battle of the war, I think.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, the bloodiest... Um, like piece a chunk of land in all of the United States. That's Mm -hmm. like what it's known most casualties per square foot. Or sorry, not to
1: that's not and then um some of the hauntings are like some of the soldiers. Like one that's very well known and like people see it very consistently is this like younger man like still in his sniper post up in the attic and they, I think, they took in a psychic one time to try to get to tell the spirit, like, you can him on. And just him
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's like not leaving uh, his coat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And like, they brought It'd be like, like
1: Sir, a... it's done. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this, Um, they said they seen like this lady over by like the shelving because she, they think she used to be like either a housemaid or a mistress. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh head housemaid mm-hmm. but they see her in like this eighteen hundreds outfit and she's like standing over by like where they have like shelves and all their storage and like dang yeah
2: Ooh,
1: people like see her walking too. Yes.
0: would you guys stay at the inn
1: oh, oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you... yeah like, absolutely I, I, I might that yeah. might be cool I would. I did, def- but I wouldn't yeah. stay the night. Oh, you scaredy cat,
2: hundred percent. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would try. I would try it. I'm sure it would be fine. Famous mm. last words. <laughs> it yeah, was
1: fine. it was indeed <laughs> not fine. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but yeah, I think that would be that would be interesting. To go mm-hmm. there,
1: I did like talking to a soldier back then. Yeah. Sorry, guys. The sun was setting. <laughs> I, I turned out late. <laughs>
2: mhm. Yeah, so I think that in October we should take a trip and go stay at the Gettysburg and the Farnsworth.
0: That would be kind of cool. Instead, I know. Why don't we go and stay somewhere in Savannah?
2: Yeah, Savannah would be cool too. But we're not talking mm-hmm. about Georgia today, Brittany. We're talking about Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I got to make but it, it up there cool. anyway.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be cool. Would you mm-hmm. stay the night if we went up there? Yes, you would.
0: You absolutely
2: would. Yeah. We what would if give we... you no choice. Yeah, no choice.
0: What if we stayed in a haunted location and did a podcast from it?
1: That would be so cool. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Like a follow-up to... Camera flips over. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) transition time. (laughs) Anyways. um... (laughs) Thank you, Twisted listeners, for tuning in. We all very much appreciate it, so thank you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, We're really excited about this Spooky state series, and we would love to hear if you guys have any personal thoughts encounters or spooky things definitely send them our way Mm -hmm.
2: yes and even if you know of like the spookiest place in your state that you want us to talk about make sure you let us know so that we don't miss out on that one and if we missed any good ones from pennsylvania let us know you can follow Mm us um on tiktok or instagram at underscore three twisted sisters if you're not watching this on youtube our youtube is three twisted sisters podcast you can also send us an email to our email at three twisted sisters podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories and we want to know what you think about our new series, our spooky states. So let us know.
0: Alrighty. So we hope you guys had a great week and you have a wonderful weekend. Other than that, take care and stay,
2: stay twisted.
0: twisted!
1: Bye. Bye.